Okay. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to our very first uh, collab podcast between the Sadie May. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I've told Colin the name of my podcast three times. The Sadie May podcast. The Sadie May podcast times an 8-bit podcast for real world people. Minus Dallin. Just Colin. Solo Colin. I'm always solo. So, just me. Right. Right. Okay, so <laughs> a few, not even a few weeks ago, like maybe a month and a half ago, we've been meaning to do this for a while, but just haven't. We put a question on each of our stories. Topics. We, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, should we find the exact question? Yeah. Okay, I'll find it. Yeah, I've been trying to record this for many weeks. I would say I'm putting in more effort. We were supposed to record this Tuesday, actually, if you recall. But I'm happy we're doing it tonight. Okay. Yep. Let's find it. I think it was like mid-February that I had posted we were going to record. Oh, yeah, here we go. Okay. Um, advice, Q&A, boy versus girl's opinion. Right. Man okay. versus woman. Man versus woman. <laughs> We're not children here. Yeah. This will be interesting, especially from two college students in Provo. <laughs> Should we just jump right in? Yeah, I so see. So I, I have a list of probably like 25 questions. We're probably not going to get to all of them, but there's definitely some good ones that I want to discuss. Okay. Some of them are more serious. Some of them are more kicks and giggies. Kicksies and giggies. <laughs> Do you want to do? Do you want to ask the first one? Should we just go off my list? Yeah. Okay. I feel like I compiled a good one. Okay. What's your advice on talking to new people slash getting past the awkward acquaintance stage? Okay. Can I speak first? Yeah. Go ahead. So I actually just experienced this today. My coworker and I, like, male. He's male. I'm female, obviously, but. We don't know each other very well, but it's like we get along super good. So today, our whole shift, we were just asking like the the most basic questions. Where are you from? You know, how old are you? How many siblings do you have? And he was saying, he was like, I hate this part. He's like, I hate that I don't already know you and we can't just chat like we're already friends. He's like, because we get along so well, but we have to ask these awkward questions mm -hmm. to like get our relationship to where we want it to be. Yeah. And I thought that was interesting that he acknowledged that because that's the only way to get through it. Yeah. And it, it's hard not to be awkward, mm -hmm. but you kind of, I don't know. I'm an awkward person. A lot of the times, uh, <laughs> sounds so, actually, never mind. I'm not going to say <laughs> that. But just like a lot of the times I'm with people, I just like ask direct questions and they probably seem like so out of pocket or like why did he just ask that you're like why did your dad leave you when you were five <laughs> it's just like <laughs> i'm just not smooth and i'm not sly yeah so but i think people understand that like i'm an upfront person so they get that so you think honesty is the best way to go for it just be direct and yeah ask good questions yeah yeah i think there's no way to get past the awkward stage it just is like have you ever like hung out with the, even a new guy for the first time, like a guy friend, 
And it's just like a little yeah. weird at first because you yeah. don't know each other very well. That, like even when you're just friends, like mm-hmm. the first time is just going to be a little strange. Like when I, for example, first time I met Milo, our this mutual is our friend, mutual friend. <laughs> he was like so quiet. That's yes. not real. Yes. That's a it, lie. Yeah. <laughs> ask that. Ask anyone no I was way. with. I was in California visiting my friend Caleb. And he's like, oh, my friend Milo's going to come and kick it with us tonight. And, uh, yeah, he was just, like, quiet and weird. And then I met him in Provo, and I'm like, dude, you're <laughs> Who not. Who are you? <laughs> yeah. But That's so interesting. Yeah. He does not have an awkward stage like this. Milo? Yeah, don't you no. think? Yeah, he I He just, agree. like, tells everybody everything about him. Yes, Anyways. But I feel like that's almost what bonded Milo and I together is like we instantly became good friends because he was just super real, open, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I appreciate that. I actually, every, like everyone that asks me for advice on like a first date or if they tell me they're nervous or whatever, the biggest piece of advice I always say is pretend like you already know them. Mm. Like talk to them as if they already know what your mom's name is, what, you know, whatever. Like they already know your friends. Like, go into it and just talk to them like you would anyone else. And I feel like that really helps. That's kind of smart. I like that advice. I'll use it. (laughs) On your next date? Yes. Okay. How do I stop caring about what other people think? That is, that's a loaded question. My piece of advice is just don't. (laughs) Literally don't. So well said. I mean, like, (laughs) there's no way to sugarcoat it. The stupid thing, too, is, like, you always care about your uh, your image. Mm-hmm. And especially, I'm me, I'm a really big people pleaser, and so I like... I didn't know that about you. Yeah. I'm, I like when people like what I do, mm-hmm. and or I like to make them feel good and do something to, like, please them. But... That shouldn't mean I should alter how I am so I can be, I don't know, so I can be a different person to who I think they would like. Yeah. Like if someone doesn't like me and I'm being my real self and being nice, that's, I I think if they don't like that, there's something wrong with them. Yeah. Their loss. Yeah. 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 I feel like I've developed that attitude Oh, like as I've grown up and become more of like an adult, like in high school, I still cared very much. Like I was dressed exactly how I wanted. And but I feel like my honesty and my personality is it just is what it is. And I'm sure some people don't want to hang around me. I don't know who they are, but I'm sure (laughs) I'm sure there are some people and that's fine. You know, that just is how it is. So I feel like it's a conscious decision you have to make to say like, I do not care anymore. Yeah. Like, I don't think one day I just stopped caring. I think it was a choice I had to make. Right. Yeah. So. Well worded. <laughs> so my advice on that is make the decision today. Tell yourself you don't care anymore. And just don't. Yeah, just don't. It's just Bryson stupid. Tiller said it really well. Don't. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> so don't, don't. Okay. okay. <laughs> Next question. Ooh. Biggest red flags slash green flags. Ooh. Okay. 
Right off the bat, biggest red flag. I'm obsessed that you already know. Okay, biggest red flags for me, it sounds so stupid, but skinny jeans. Period. That is the number uh, uh, one thing. Wait, that, that's the number one? Yeah. Wow. Well, and cowboy hats slash country music. <laughs> like, So this is not just for everybody. This is for you. This is these are me. your red flags. Yeah. Okay, okay, these are mine. Okay. okay. But now in general. I don't oh, know. wait. I kind of want you to elaborate on yours, though. Okay. Well, they sound so shallow. <laughs> but I yeah. swear they're not. I don't know. You can tell who a person is, whether they wear skinny jeans or not. That's so true. I just feel like skinny jeans are a personality trait. My jeans could not be baggier today. And that's a green flag. <laughs> look at this. And look at us recording yeah. together. Yeah. And the cowboy hat? Are we going to elaborate on that? Just <laughs> like country girls, you know, girls that wear pit vipers and Mm-mm. they go Mm-mm. hunting with their dads and fishing <laughs> and everything. Just Mm-mm. that is, it's just a different lifestyle. I don't want to date a country girl. Okay. I'm a I city boy. <laughs> and I want me a city girl. Yeah, um, I respect that. I think the skinny jeans is huge. Uh, if I saw, you know what's funny though is in Provo, I've seen more men in skinny jeans than probably in the last five years combined in California. It's sad. It's, and it's the crop skinny jeans or they cuff them twice. Mm-hmm. Vans, no socks. <laughs> I can't even with count a, how many times I've seen that. With fit. an anklet. <laughs> I was going to say an anklet, but I was like, is that too like no. specific? Yeah. No. A man, a man, I don't know what I was going to say there. A man should never have an anklet on, period. Or hookah shells. <laughs> puka Anyways, shells is what you mean. Puka. 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 <laughs> but yes, that's so true. And I always feel like it's the Arizona people that come to Utah that kind of dress like that. Yeah. And Utah people. And straight up Utah people, yeah. Yeah. Never California. You've got great style, though. Oh, thank and you. And you're from Utah, so you are an exception. I'm woke. Straight up. But you're also from Salt Lake. So I feel yeah. like that is different. Mm, it's not. It's not? <laughs> no. I haven't met many people from Salt Lake, actually. It's, I mean, as much as Provo is different, it's all the same. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's just the same. Interesting. Okay, but what are actual red flags? Like I did a whole episode on this. Mm. You guys... You can listen to my red flags episode on any platform on my podcast, Sadie May podcast. Sadie May. Slight plug. Um, my personal red flags as like a human being, like that I look for, is a like someone who doesn't like listen well or like doesn't really take no for an answer. Mm. Like even in a friendship, like someone who always thinks they know better than you. Someone who always is like undermining you or I don't know. Yeah. Like don't love. I need someone to like be a good listener and like respect me, period. That's a good way to put it. I think um, you can tell like within, I mean, not always, but I feel like within the first 30 minutes of being with someone, 
you can just tell how they treat others regardless if i mean like um, of course people can like simp up to you but like in a group setting i feel like you just immediately see how they communicate with others or mm-hmm. so like i guess a red flag for me is just not being nice okay <laughs> kind of the same thing as you but i do not tolerate bullying straight up and um when people don't like and accept my friends i think that's like a big red flag for me not that like i'm not willing to change but what what's to change when you're perfect <laughs> okay right. okay so yeah i guess that's that skinny um, jeans and bullying yeah, I agree. I also think one is like people who constantly are talking bad about other people yes. because it's so easy. Yeah. Like that's the easiest way to make conversation is yeah. just talking bad about, talking other, about people, other people, finding other, finding things that are negative about like someone flaws. else to say, yeah. like a mutual friend or whatever. Easiest way to make conversation because it's relatable and it can be funny and whatever. But in reality, it's cheap conversation. And then I like that cheap conversation. It is. And then in turn, now I'm wondering like, okay, you're talking bad about me, about your friends. What are you saying when I'm leaving the room? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And this can go for boyfriends or just friends. Yeah. Scary. Okay. Green flags. Uh, this sounds so stupid, but genuine compliments. Or when people, I love when people ask me how my day was and like have a genuine interest in my day. And I'm like, dude, that's such a good sign that they like care about me. Yeah. And want to hear about how I was. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I think that's a big one. That's a good one. Yeah. I think for me, maybe I'll make this specific to guys now instead of just like people but for me and a guy a green flag i don't know (laughs) i don't know i'm so used to just saying red flags and like sometimes i say stuff but then it gives me the ick and then i'm like wait never mind like if i'm like oh when a guy opens my car door but then sometimes i'm like you're doing too much (laughs) isn't that oh maybe that's stupid maybe i shouldn't have said that but i don't know green flag honestly just like kindness like guys who make me like feel smart and like like my words have value like I don't know sometimes I'm around guys and they make me feel dumb like on a date or something it's it's like how you said earlier it's like a bad listener versus like a good listener Mm -hmm. like a someone who like takes in what you're saying and like repeats something out yes says something on top of the discussion yeah it's like oh my gosh that's like you feel me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, a green flag. Not kissing on the first date for me. I don't mind it sometimes right. if the vibe is right. But I've had dates where it's like so blatantly obvious that the guy is just there to like make out. Right. Like he just wanted to come over, watch a movie <laughs> and he's waiting to make out. And like, right. it's so obvious. And that is like the biggest turnoff for me. So like yeah. a green flag is when a guy's just like, 
here to hang out. And if you kiss and the vibe's right, then, like, that's awesome. But if mm-hmm. not, he's, like, cool with that, too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because then it shows me, like, he's patient and he, like, respects me. Yeah. I feel like all the dates that have gone positive and I've, like, gone somewhere further, it's always been that same pacing. Mm-hmm. So I agree. Yeah. Okay. Next question. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, do you play the game? Oh, like the dating game. The the game. I I would say no. But Really? Yeah. <laughs> Not at all. Well, I mean, you have to it's so stupid cuz you kind of have to a little bit. But like my thing is like when the feeling is there, it's there. Like it's a connection. So there's no like Need for, I don't know, like, no game needed. But it's like it has to happen because I love the chase, mm-hmm. but I feel like when someone is also chasing back, it's just like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> so it, you want to do the chasing. You want to be the fisherman. Uh, you want the girl to be the fish. Mm, but I want it to be equal. That's why I hate the game. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, oh, just a guy has to, like, make all the moves. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been in a lot of relationships where Whoa. if the girl didn't... <laughs> Weird <Period>. flex. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but if, a, if the girl did not make a move, I probably would have, like, moved on and been like, oh, they're just, like, not into me. Really? Because I, like, was either too shy or too afraid. Like, I can think of one where, like, this girl, we were, like, watching a movie as a group, and this girl, like, put her arm on me, and I was like, oh, my gosh, that's, like, it. She's into yeah. me. And then so we started dating later, but it was, like, I think I it would have taken me a lot longer to find that out if, like, there was no, like, action. Are we still good? Yeah. Okay, good. Sorry, guys. thought we lost it there. Um... Yeah, no, I definitely agree. It has to be mutual, but there is a game. It's so dumb. And I play it. (laughs) And I don't want to play it. And you know what's funny is, like, in high school, my dad would always tell me, he's like, Sadie, you have to play the game. He's like, you're making this way too easy. And he would literally tell me that, and I was always like, but I don't like the game. Like, I'm very honest. I'm very upfront. Like, Mm -hmm. I tell it exactly. Like, if I like a guy, like... I'll make it pretty obvious, I feel like. Me too. But then it kind of goes it kind of goes south for me sometimes cuz I feel like I'm not playing the game so the guy's like she's making it too easy. She's way too into me like there's mm. no chase. So the, now I've learned you have to be a little unavailable. Yeah. You can't be available all the time like if a guy's asking you to hang out, you can't tell him, "Oh yeah, I have Monday through Thursday open." You got to say, "I can hang out Wednesday." That's it. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. make him think you're a little busy. And, you know, I don't know. Don't be too eager. Like, I I agree and I disagree. I think Mm. it depends. This sounds so stupid. uh, But I think it depends on, like, the person's love languages and attachment style. (laughs) Because a lot of people just take love and relationships differently. And so there's things that I did with some girls Right, like I attempted, yeah. that I'm like, oh, they're not taking that the right way, okay. or they're thinking like, oh, this is too much. I'm like, okay, 
two steps back, you know? And then there's others where it's just like, oh, you are on the same vibe as me. I get it. But, like, just a lot of people love different and just, like, take relationships different. So it just, like, for me, I just, like, feel out the feelings. I don't really try and solve, like, a game. So it's just, like, if there's an interest, I'm there. But mm-hmm. I'll feel out, you know, yeah. how they feel. And then yeah. I'll play the game according to them, you know. I agree with that, actually. You said that really well. And I've been in certain relationships or, like, getting into them when you're supposed to be playing the game. But it's, like, both of us know we're very interested. Yeah. We both like each other. So at that point, it's, like, Why what's there, the point? Yeah. yeah, there's no game. Yeah. There's no game, right? We're just, we're in it now. But I feel like sometimes there's, like, a thing going on and, like, you're not sure about what they're feeling. They're mm-hmm. not sure about you. So then the game is important. Yeah. So I definitely agree that it depends on the person and the situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hate that there's a game. Me too. Okay. Next, Next question. I also feel like every woman in my family is going to listen to this and like fall in love with you because of that answer. <laughs> that was a really good answer. I, that'd be pretty awesome. They're going to be like, I'm he's so single. emotional and intelligent. <laughs> Emotionally intelligent. Okay, what's y'all take on Kanye <laughs> and how he's been acting? So, okay, first of all, I'm just going to go off and just say I'm a huge Kanye fan. Okay. Like many people know, he's my absolute all-time favorite artist, and I'm inspired by his fashion design. His uh, He's made a TV show. It never aired. Anyways, he's just done a lot of things. And I just, like, respect it. But he is crazy. And he is bullying Pete <laughs> Davidson. So Wait, elaborate a little bit on what's going on. I think everyone knows, right. but just in case. So Kanye and Kim Kardashian have been married for years. Who's that? Kim Kardashian. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. They've been married for years. And they are now, like, s- divorced. And they've been getting a divorce. And yes. Kanye's been posting their texts. Uh, he's been just like performing songs and saying like, run back to me, Kim, I miss you, you know, just like, oh, and he's like, God will save my family. And by saving my family, I must be with my wife still. He's going off the rails. He's yeah. (laughs) He's off the grid, grid, grid. (laughs) And he started like kind of calling out Pete Davidson, who Kim Kardashian has been dating ever since. He's been, like, saying, like, I'm going to beat Pete Davidson's A in the song. And then the music <laughs> video, he had, like, a monkey beat him up. And there's another music video where he, like, buried him alive. It's just, like, dude. And he, like, texts him. When did these happen? I did not know about the yeah. music videos. Yeah. Pretty crazy. And he, like, posted their texts. Anyways, Kanye got banned from Instagram for cyberbullying, as he should. He's been, like, ruthless. Yeah. And this is like a Kanye stan, like the biggest Kanye stan probably, you know. Oh, yeah. Ever. And so like I support his music. I think it's dumb that he released his last album only on this stem player that costs $200 to get. (laughs) I'm not even going to get that. And I love his music to death and I listen to him probably every day. So it's like. You know, you can listen to it for free online. Have oh, you? on SoundCloud I have, but it got taken down. Oh, okay. But I have heard it. I like it. Okay, good. 
Johnny makes good music. Yeah. My turn? Yeah. Okay. So that was a wonderful recap. And at first I found it really funny. And I was like, this is so entertaining. Like I was refreshing my Instagram (laughs) seriously every 20 minutes. No. Yeah. Trying to see a new post, like commenting on everything. Like I was dying at how funny it was. And then it, I kind of started to see some posts where it's like, this isn't funny. Like this is a mentally ill man. Like, and you guys are, Mm -hmm. um, egging him on. And at first I was like, bro, all you guys are trying to just be so like holier than thou. Like this is funny. It's just for publicity. But then I, I really kind of agreed with them. And the more it went on and the farther it went, I was like, that's actually true. Like he's not in the right mindset and maybe he can't control it in a sense. And we as the public are fueling it by giving it so much attention. Mm-hmm. And then as a woman, I kind of thought about Kim's perspective and I was like, I can't imagine being one of the most, if not the most famous woman in the world, and you still cannot escape <laughs> being tormented and like obsessed over by your ex. Like yeah. like this happens to normal women every single day being stalked and tormented and like harassed by your ex, but like you have all the power in the world and you still can't get over it. You know what I mean? Like, doesn't that kind of speak volumes for like other women? (laughs) And like, it kind of made me like think about my own experiences. Like I've had exes, you know, show up to my house, show up to my work, you know, bother me, harass me type of thing. When I left the relationship or whatever, no matter how small or big the relationship was, I've had multiple experiences with that. And it's really like scary and it's really not fun. And I can't imagine being so famous and it's over social media with millions and millions yeah. and millions of people watching. It's like And with kids involved. Yeah. Like that's like effed up. That's the hardest part. It's like the family aspect of kids. I love Kanye. And I think I'll always love his music. And part of me feels kind of bad for like, like I know he's getting more and more yeah. money the more I listen to the college dropout now that <laughs> after the documentary came out. But I will, I will keep listening to the music, unfortunately. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> it just has to be done. So good. I Sorry. love Jesus. Sorry. It's the best album. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's really messed up. And I feel really sad one day that their kids are going to have to see all this yeah and like i don't think they can really grasp what's going on right now luckily but one day they will you know divorce and mentally unstable people don't mix very well no okay next question next hmm sorry (laughs) i'm thinking a question When do you know it's time to leave someone? That's when you know. (laughs) When you you have have to to ask yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually such a good point. Do you want to elaborate on that at all? Yeah. Um, I don't know. (laughs) Mm, I was going to share a personal experience, but. You can try to make it not personal. Uh, Kind (laughs) of. hard to but (laughs) anyways 
Yeah, never mind. But <laughs> on my podcast, I'm like me and my ex and blah 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 blah. And yeah. But whatever you're but, comfortable or not. Comfortable. Yeah. Well, I think if there's like any doubts, at least like bring them up with the person as well. I mean, relationships are a they're like a two way thing. But if you're having doubts, I, as hard as it as it is, like talk to the other person and but that's the hard thing is the other person is probably going to be like but I don't feel that way mm-hmm. I feel good about it so I mean you got to have like good judgment and good timing of when to bring things up but uh to string people on is like the dumbest thing ever and that's a, another reason why I hate the game is just like don't play with my stupid heartstrings if I'm gonna, you Mm -hmm. know, like, be seriously involved in a relationship with you. And so I think if there's any doubts, and if you're having any doubts, that's just, like, you know, you shouldn't. I don't know. That's when I think you should leave the relationship or bring up that you're kind of drifting out of the relationship. Yeah, I agree with everything you said. And I think there comes to a point if you've if you've had issues for a long time or if you've discussed the issues already and now you're wondering like okay, nothing's changing, is it time to go? Yeah. I think in my personal experience in my relationship and I've talked about this on my podcast, so I don't mind sharing this, but I knew I needed to leave the relationship months before I did. And, like, that's a big, honest regret of mine. And as much fear as I had of leaving, I also wish I had just been honest, you know? I wish I had just said exactly how I felt and stayed true to myself because I strung that guy along for way longer than was needed. And Mm. looking back, like, I wish I never did that. Like, I would never want someone to do that to me, you know? And, like, I think you know when you know. You know, I think it's the same when you love someone, you know, you know, and when Mm -hmm. it's right, it's right. And you don't have to question it. But I think if you're questioning it for a really long time, not just like a day, I feel like, you know, you get in a fight and you're like, Mm -hmm. I'm about to break up with this hoe. But (laughs) I think if it comes to a point where you're genuinely serious and it's been long enough, like months and months and months of being like, I think I need to leave. I don't think this is right. Blah, blah, blah. Then like, you already know your answer, dude. Yeah, I... I think the one relationship that I, or, okay, let me word this right. There's only one person that I have been romantically involved with that I say I am still friends with them mm-hmm. because of the closure they gave me and the communication. But every other relationship, I kind of leave not liking the other person like Uh a lot yeah and I'm still good friends with this one person and I think this could feed into our other question um later but just like communication in the closure like period of a relationship is so critical yeah because you can I mean and that's how you see, like, someone's true colors is, like, in a breakup, you know? Yeah. So, 
I forgot what the question was. <laughs> How do you know when you should leave someone? Yeah. Yeah, but anyways, I think communication and closure is important when leaving someone. I think so too. That's such a good point. And like, I think how you know you should leave someone, you'll know. You'll know when it's right. Yeah. You know when it's not right. When you're, I think there's like a gut feeling. Like I had it. Like I knew in my soul that like I was not supposed to be in that situation anymore. And it just took the courage to leave it. Yeah. And that's what it came down to is like, I knew what my answer was. I just had to be brave enough to go through with it. And I wish like you were saying that I had been a better person and communicated better and had better closure, but like I wasn't. And like, I regret that. And we are not friends (laughs) (laughs) and I am not friends with most of my exes. Yeah. I mean, because of that. And same here. I'm not, I think it's okay to not be friends with your exes though. Yeah. I'm not trying to be besties with, with people I've dated. Honestly, if it's like a little fling, then fine. But like, yeah, yeah. You want to be close to someone you like, dated for a really long time yeah it yeah it does depend on the timing yeah um but the next question can boys and girls just be friends so tricky for me uh i think yes i have a lot of just friends that are girls and this may sound stupid but i just think no stupid thoughts here so so much easier to explain my (laughs) emotions to girls and like i just feel like every time i give a guy or i tell a guy how i feel they just don't really like sympathize with me Mm -hmm. (laughs) and they're just like well maybe if you do this they just mansplain it man man mansplain. guys want to solve and yeah. girls are good listeners. Yeah. That's that's it. Yeah. I think situationally it depends. But I think in general, yeah. I think yeah. I have a lot of guy friends who I genuinely just see as my friends. Mm. And like I think okay, this is going to sound horrible, but it's the truth. You I don't think our friends, not you, everybody, are friends with people you find ugly or unattractive. True. I think you're attracted to people. You want to be around them. Then it just comes down to, are we friends or are we more than friends? Mm -hmm. And that's the vibe and whatever. And I would say all my guy friends are handsome. And I would say all my girlfriends are beautiful. Yeah. Right? So it just comes down to, like, what your relationship is with that person. Um but yeah, I've got I've got lots of guy friends, and I kind of agree with you. Like, I love when my guy friends ask me for advice, or like they just want me to like listen to them. You know, yeah. I think it's it's really nice, and it's always nice having like a guy's perspective. And it's almost cool when you have a guy friend or a girlfriend from your perspective that you can go to and say like, Oh my gosh, like I met the coolest guy, and and yeah, you know we're hitting yeah. it off so well. Like, tell me what I should do about it. And there's no jealousy. There's no whatever like you're literally just happy for each other and supporting each other I love that I think it's so cool and it's like you know the steps to take Mm -hmm. like I my friends want to set me up with this girl they know and so they like gave me her number and they're like text her but I'm like I don't know what to say (laughs) and I don't and I still haven't texted her (laughs) 
But I, I don't think I would be able to without that. I mean, like, yeah, of course I can, like, text someone and set, I don't know, start a conversation. But, uh-huh. um, and you're like talking so, about your girlfriends are trying to set you up yeah, with another girl. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I, like, texted them the other night, and I'm like, hey, I think I'm going to text this girl. Mm-hmm. What should I say? And it's, I don't know, it's just nice that I have those friends to, like, lean on. Yeah. And ask for help. For sure. In any situation. Not and I think dating. having friends of the opposite gender just gives you such, like, a good perspective. Mm-hmm. Just in life. And, like, on other humans. And But where I think it gets sketchy, and I have talked about this before, is when you used to like each other. Or you've mm. hooked up before. And then you're like, oh, it didn't really work out. We're just good friends now. No, there will always be something there. And if one of you tried to make a move or one of you sparked another interest. It would like tumble. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So if I was dating a guy and he's like, oh, yeah, my good friend, so-and-so. Yeah, we hooked up a few times, but, you know, we just decided it it wasn't going to work out. Absolutely. That's not cool with me. (laughs) Yeah. How do you feel about that? Yeah. I feel, I mean, I always get paranoid when I'm the guy in that situation. Yeah. So, yeah. So if you I were agree. dating a girl and she had a, a really close guy friend that she used to hook up with, you would not be okay with that? Uh, I would be like, I, I mean, if I was dating him, I would ask him about it and be like, Tell me about this. What? Yeah. When did this happen and why? And why did it end? And I would have more closure, but I would still always like have in the back of my mind, like, I know that they've like made out. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like giggling with each other right now. Yes. And there's always some attraction. Yeah. Like I mentioned earlier. Yeah. I agree yeah. with that. So I think certain times guys and girls can be just friends. Mm hmm. Maybe the majority of the time. Yeah. I'm iffy on that one, honestly. Okay. Do you prefer texting or calling? Texting. Really? Yeah. Why is that? Uh, I feel like I enjoy texting someone consistently. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like talking on the phone, but I just, I don't know. It's just like fun, fun and flirty. Yeah. Low key. There's definitely more opportunities to be like mysterious and yeah. flirty over text. You could play little little games. Uh-huh. And I just feel like on the phone, you just kind of have to lay everything on the table, say <laughs> everything that's like on your mind. Yeah. Or else you're like, oh shoot, I forgot to say this. I yeah. I wanted to say that. But I mean, it's a faster way. It's I think it's more convenient to call. But if I if it's like a love interest. Probably just texting. Unless, you know, it's like a deep relationship. Yeah. I think I think calling is important in the fling stage because you really are getting to know someone. Like, and all you have to do is talk. Like texting, yeah. You can lag a little, you can have time to think about what you want to say, but a phone call is like pure conversing raw you know what I mean like yeah all you have to do in that period is talk to each other Mm -hmm. so you either have to get vulnerable or think of things to say 
and I'm not really that good at making conversation. So phone calls are genuinely mm-hmm. like not fun for me, but I do appreciate them a lot more. That is interesting. Yeah. Or I feel like if it's a friendship of someone of like a long distance sort of friendship where you don't see them a lot, I like phone calls more. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Agreed. update me on how you've been, blah, blah, blah. Like, but yeah, I agree with you on that aspect. Yeah. I think long distance, obviously phone calls are better in relationships and friendships because it's more personal. And I feel like you're devoting your time to that person. You're saying like, I'm taking time out of my day to give my full attention to you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mild nice. conclusion on that one. Not sure about that one. Mild answer. Mild answer. Is dating harder for men or women? Okay. I don't know. Yeah, it's a hard question. I feel like it's equally as hard. The guy has different responsibilities than the girl, stereotypically. And uh, I don't know. I think as a man, as a boy, (laughs) I think it's hard (laughs) Well, I guess it just depends on your circumstance and I don't know. But I've found it difficult dating. Period. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel like I... For what reasons? <laughs> Elaborate. Uh, feel like I haven't had a lot of good luck or uh, good outcomes. Mm-hmm. But it's like after you have been in a relationship, it's like, well, I kind of know what I want already. I want to be back in something like that. Right. So you go for that and you try and achieve that. But I don't know. For me, it's just been difficult. So. But is that because like just as a person or you think as a male specifically, that's hard? Well, I don't know, because a lot of the girls that I'll have an interest in, they end up in a relationship near after so it's like Mm. I mean maybe I don't know maybe I'm shooting for the wrong crowd but it's like mm, it's like when they want to be in a relationship they can just like I don't know that person can just like get it right but I don't know what's that movie where he dates girls and then the very next guy that they date after they end up marrying do you know what I'm talking about? There's a whole movie about that. It's like there that person is always like the one right before. Uh, oh, what's that called? Anyway, but is that what you're saying? Like you feel like you try to date these girls, they don't date you, and then they get yeah. in a relationship right after? Yeah. And I just, I don't know. I kind of just feel like it's harder mm-hmm. for guys to date. But I mean... Once you're in, <laughs> but why? <laughs> uh, it's like first move sort of things. Okay. Um, and then it's like a lot of people like to date their friends, or they want to marry someone that's their friend. Mm-hmm. So then you like start trying to chop it up with a friend. Yeah. And then they're like, "Oh my gosh, dude, we're just friends." I don't know. That's a tricky one. But, I mean, that's everything and everyone. Yeah. I feel like I always expect the guy to make the first move. Maybe that's just, like, human nature, but, like, I don't really make the first move that often. 
like I kind of expect the guy and that makes it harder for the guy because there might be a guy that I'm interested in and I say nothing about it and like telepathically I'm telling him ask me out or you know what I mean like whatever and he doesn't and then I'm like well I guess he's not interested but I've done nothing on my part I guess you're right it is very uh it's equal it's equal if you and that person have a common interest Mm-hmm. But I mean, there's a lot of a lot of people don't have common. They don't feel the same way as you do. If that makes sense. Yeah, I feel like girls maybe get stuck on a lot of like sucky dates more than guys. Like I feel like guys can kind of roll with the punches, and if it's like, I don't know, like especially because they ask the girl out a lot of the time. Yeah. They're always interested, right? But yeah. like, if a girl gets asked out, she might be like oh, yeah, this could be fun, and then the date sucks. Yeah. And then she's uncomfortable the whole time. Where I feel like, correct me if I'm wrong, but, like, do guys get super uncomfortable all the time, like, on dates? Or, like, has there ever Um, been a date that you've been on where you're like, I feel trapped, I need to go home, but, like, I can't? Yeah. I've, like, the first seconds of, like, you being there, you're just like, I don't know why I'm here. (laughs) Just like, well, better find a way to get out of it. Hmm. Fake a test in the morning. Why did I just do that? <laughs> I feel like that's like <laughs> the most repeated thing. Oh, yeah. On a bad day. If I'm with a guy and he's like, all right, you know, I, I've got work early in the morning or so. I'm like, we're not going out again for yeah. sure. This was that's it. My excuse. I, don't know what I, I don't know what I did, but like, this is uh, over. I got work at like nine in the morning. So. <laughs> nine. You literally get to sleep in until eight. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But yeah, that is my excuse. I have work in the morning. Yeah. Mine's always work for sure. But sometimes it's true. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it, it is, is. It is a valid and excuse. I, and on the first date, I don't like to, I don't know, like, like you said, be unavailable. You know? Yeah. I'm not like a hangout till 3 a.m. kind of person on the first date. Yeah. Typically. I've done that sometimes, but, like, most of the time, get out of my house by, like, 1130. I need to be in bed. Yeah. I want to watch my show. (laughs) Chill out. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if dating's harder for guys or girls. I feel like it's equally as hard. Dating just sucks, period. It does. If I could just transport myself to, like, the fourth year in marriage, great. Yeah. I would. I'd love to pick the guy. I'd design him myself. (laughs) Um, But... Yeah. I hate dating. Me too. What's funny though is when I was in a relationship, like towards the end, I was like, why, why, like, I kind of want to date again. Like I kind of miss it. I miss like the feeling of like liking someone for the first time, like a first kiss, like a first handhold. And now that I do that frequently, I'm like, this actually sucks balls. Yeah. (laughs) And I I actually don't like this. Yeah. Or I find myself. I don't know. Not that I attempt to lead people on, but I talk to a lot of people. Whoa. Like, not <laughs> at once. No, but I know just what like, you mean. You just want to, yeah. I don't know, and you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. Mm-hmm. But then it's sometimes just like, why am I talking to this person when I'm more into this person? Yeah. So, and I, I feel know. like 
now it's so socially acceptable to be talking to so many people at once that it's like you don't want to not be talking to a lot of people because then you're worried, yeah. oh, I like this person, but they're probably talking to seven other people. Yeah. So now so I got to keep my options that. open. Yeah. So then you're never really committing to anyone. Yeah. I or feel like, like now it's rare to find someone that you're both like, we are committing to each other yeah. within the first couple weeks, you know? There. So I like had that... <laughs> uh mindset like i'm just after one person Mm -hmm. and it was actually awesome but then someone said that they liked that about like one of my friends is like you know i respect that out of you and then i'm like oh wait that's right i can talk to more people at once yes (laughs) and then so i just stopped doing that Mm -hmm. and now i feel like i've it's like trickier yeah so I need to go back to that thing of just like, I don't know. Yeah. It almost makes me feel icky though. Yeah. Like genuinely, like I, I'm not really the kind of person to talk to a lot of people at once, but lately I think cause I've moved up here recently. I'm like, okay, I don't want a boyfriend yet, you know? So I'm kind of just like chatting with whoever, going on dates, whatever, but it like makes me feel kind of icky. I'm like, why did I go on two dates, two days in a row? two different people yeah. texting five different people i don't know it like yeah i don't i don't love it i would rather be fully committed to one person yeah it's easier but it doesn't feel as safe um yeah no it doesn't should we do one more yeah okay pick a really good one I've got the sniffles right now. Sorry, you guys having ASMR of my freaking sniffs through the whole podcast. Uh, I saw one that I just want to actually just want to answer. Uh, okay. <laughs> I thought of, okay. Uh, just you, not me. Well, it just says, do guys use dating apps for real or just for their ego? <gasps> I asked that one. That was my oh, own question okay. that I wanted to ask you. Okay. Let me ask you. Yeah. Do you guys use dating apps for real or just for their ego boost? Um, I'd say for real. I mean, at least me. Personally. Okay. Yeah. Well, and I don't know. Sometimes it's like as rude as this is, like as it sounds, I'm just bored. I just want to talk to someone. And so. Yeah. How is that rude? I don't know. <laughs> Who is that rude to? Just like mm, I'm bored, I'm gonna talk to random girls. No, no. But like it's like you actually talk to them and get to know them. And but I definitely don't do it to boost my ego. I don't know. Okay. <clears throat> it could just be a me thing. It could be a. But, I mean, that you hear of so many people that meet on dating apps and yeah. So it's just like. And some people are actually successful. Yeah. I'm shocked by that. Yeah. I will be honest. I sometimes use it for my ego. Sometimes I'll nice. be like, I, but also I'm bored. Yeah. I have no one to talk to. And I'm like, I could use a, I could use a compliment. Right. All right. I'll get a dating app for a yeah, day. That then does I, actually, then I get a, a few compliments yeah. and I'm like, all right, I'll delete you. And then I'm over it. Yeah. I. So I'll admit I to do, using it. I do like that, but I'd say that's not why I use it. Okay. But I'd say you yeah. have. To talk to people. Okay. So you genuinely want to like talk to people, meet people, get to know someone. Yeah. Would you ever like meet up with someone from a dating app? Yeah, I have. 
Really? Yeah. How did that go? Yeah. I mean, it's gone well. I think it's because uh, my profile on dating apps Mm -hmm. is very humorous. Okay. Because I'm a funny person. You are. So (laughs) there's like a picture of me in a green morph suit. Or <laughs> I saw that uh, one. Yeah. Paul and I have matched on Tinder. All right. Let's just let's just be real. Bow, here. Bow, chicka, bow, <laughs> bow. Um but or like a picture of me. I don't know, that's just obscure. Mm-hmm. So I think people automatically know, oh, he's not I don't know. I hear hear a lot of guys have pictures of them in the gym. Oh yeah. A lot of girls do too. So uh, that I feel like is an ego boost. So maybe it is. But for me, I just feel like it's not. Because I, I I have my profile in a joking manner, so it automatically puts me in my head as a normal, fun person. So right. when they when I start talking to them, it's just like, oh, yeah, this is just some funny kid. Right. So then I, and then when I hang out with them, it's just like, right, he's just funny. And I, like, selfishly... Want to be like the funniest person in the room. Okay. <laughs> I Love don't know that. why that came out of this conversation, but I don't know. I always like to impress people with my humor because you want to hear why? Yes, always. Um, my biggest talent, I believe, is adaptive humor and comedy. So depending on the people I'm with, I can read the their comedy like in the air. Like I can just like, yeah. Feel it out, listen to it, and be able to amuse and tell jokes to them, to the audience. Okay. That's a talent, yeah. honestly. It's my biggest, I say is my biggest talent. Because I think sometimes you hang out with someone and they're like extremely sarcastic. And if you have a different sense of humor, you're not going to think the other one is funny. You're like, bruh. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So if you can adapt to how, what they want to hear... And amuse them. That's a skill to have. That's my biggest pride. Would you ever do stand-up? No. Actually, well, I have a, a hope of, like, having a Provo night show. It's, like, kind of in the back of my mind. Right. And I've been, like... The one we talked about? The one we did the intro for? Or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So I, I'm, like, kind of putting it together. But that's more, like, I don't know. I don't think I could do it in a front of a live audience. I think that'd Maybe be so if I got hard. Really funny, but the thing is, you go to a, a comedian because you think he's funny, so they deliver like jokes in that right realm. But the, there's so many different comedians. Like I don't know, there's Jim Gaffigan who does like family humor. Yeah, and then there's um, shoot, I forgot his name. Uh, there's like Kevin Hart who just does like kind of inappropriate humor. Yeah. And so, I don't know. There's just a lot of different... I don't think I could do stand-up because I don't have one. I mean, I know what I think is funny, but that's... I don't know. But I feel like that's the point of a comedian. Like, they think they're funny, right? Like, Jerry Seinfeld has a very specific kind of humor. And probably not everyone would think it's funny, but he knows it's funny. Yeah. And that's his sense, and people go to see him. So if you just, I feel like, yeah, I crisp your crisp is not the right word, but perfect your humor, people will follow. Right, but then here's the thing, 
then my adaptive humor is lowered. That's so then true. And I'm not funny with everyone else. So true. But I don't know. Or there's only like two people on TikTok, my friends, that I send what I think is are the funniest TikToks. Okay. So I would love to see some of these. Okay, I'll show you. Okay. They're so stupid, but I think they're so funny. Okay. Yeah. But I don't know. That's my take on humor. Okay. Anyways. Well, is that it? Is that it? I think that's it. Yeah. Should we close? Yeah, I think we should. Well, uh, thanks everybody for listening. Thank you so much for joining us on the first collab of our podcasts. Hopefully many more. Yeah, I think this is the first of many. And I think I think we gave some good advice. Yes. We'll we definitely did. have to edit some stuff out. Yeah. <laughs> it's really long. <laughs> but okay. Tune in next time. See you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>